Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Okay, it's Nick from the Talking Power podcast. Oh, my apologies for the wind. I've got to face this way and we'll be right. I'm here with Todd Brinkworth. Todd, it is day three of Race Wars and we are down here at Middleton Beach, uh, just in front of the Hybler. This is the Albany Sprint Hill Climb. Is that correct? I'm going to have to cut that out. David Smith and Ross won't be very happy. Targo West, Albany Sprint, down here in Middleton Beach, and Todd has just done his side and lap. Todd, what are your first impressions? Um, it will be good for the quick cars, if that makes sense. So, so your, your Evos and your Skylines are going to be fast up there. So, Todd, I'm looking at a, I think that's Paul Pernicelli's, it is, XYGT, don't think that'll be fast up there? Oh, it might, I might just blow the tyres off halfway up, so it'd be great. You can't keep the uh, XY out of me. Anyway, Todd, um, so yeah, look, we'll touch base with you during the day. I'm going to roam around and do a few interviews. My apologies for the wind. It is absolutely howling down here. And for those of you that aren't aware, uh, probably wondering what happened to our day two um, recap. Uh, day two of race wars at the runway was cancelled due to rain. There was some, some reasonable rain overnight and Sunday morning, in fairness to the organisers, it was just impossible to to commit to racing um, not only was it the track wet but also the wind was just problematic and for some of these cars that are going well over 300 kilometers an hour just wasn't possible so Ed Tassoni's run of 347 kilometers an hour he stands as the winner and he goes down as Race Wars 20 um, runway champion grand champion Anyway, we'll keep you posted on day three and uh, we'll keep you updated. We're going to do a few interviews and roam the pits. Thanks, everyone. Okay, day three of Targa uh, Race Wars, Targa Albany Sprint. I'm here with Targa legend, legend of WA, Paul Penicelli. Paul, thanks for joining us. Yeah, how are you going? Things going well for you so far. You've gone up the hill only once. How, how did you find it? Yeah, it's really, really slippery with this car. Like, it makes a fair bit of power. and um, But great fun. Really good fun. Not really fast, but good fun. I was talking with Denver before, and he said the same thing, that uh, there's a bit of gravel out on the on the track, so it's, it's quite quite slippery. But hopefully um, that gravel gets this wing, gets it moving, or a number of cars get it off the track. Tell us a little bit about the car. My One of my favourites down here, it's uh, Onyx Black XYGT with the silver stripes. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, they brought out a new set of rules a couple of years ago, so uh, we've put a 427 aluminium headed thing in it, makes about 630 at the flywheel, uh, a sequential 6 speed behind it, and it's got an XV8 supercar diff, so the back tyres are actually got about a degree and a half of camber on them, so it makes it a lot more controllable when you're in a slide, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. Tell us a little bit about your, your Targa journey. I mean, you're, you're a permanent fixture in the Targa, Targa West series. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, well, me and my co-driver, Ben Traeger, we've been doing it for years. It's just a lot of fun. We honestly just laugh our heads off the whole weekend over Targa weekend. Um, we just have an absolute great time. And you, you absolutely spent every night from concentrating all day 
but it's just so much fun. It's really, really good fun, especially in the hardness. Look, it's great to see you down here as well, support a lot of the target cars are down here supporting the supporting this event as well. So it's great to see you down here. Just tell us quickly, is this the same car that used to be the purple one, or is this? Yeah, it used to be blue, yeah. We decided to give it a big facelift and change the look of it, and make it look a bit tougher. So, uh, no, we're pretty happy with the way it's come out. You can't go wrong with Onyx Black and the Silver Stripes. It's absolutely gorgeous. So, one of my favourite cars. Pretty serious inside as well. So, it's pretty, it means business, doesn't it? Yeah, we've slowly stepped it up every year. You know, just do something else to it, make it a little bit more scarier. You know, that's what the whole idea was coming down here, just to have a bit more seat time in it. Um, the problem is that you sit here for an hour, the tyres go dead cold. So, we're halfway up the hill before they start getting heated them, you know? Yeah, you don't, you don't get the opportunity to warm up tyres here at all, so you're basically straight into it, so you're correct. Anyway, Paul, we really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the podcast, and we wish you all the best for today. Thanks very much. Thank you. All right, I'm down here with Brad Glover. Brad, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I know you're an avid listener, so you'll be hearing yourself again in a few days' time. Hey, Brad, tell us, you've been five times at Racehorse, you were saying before. Tell us a little bit about this lovely-looking STI here. That's, I've got to be careful how I say that, Subaru STI. Um, yeah, I picked it up just over a year ago. We bought it over from Melbourne. Um, it's one of the, uh, the two doors that uh, they made a thousand of these, the JDM spec. So, um, yeah, very much an original car, but um, it was all, it's been a, uh, an events car before, so it came with the cage and everything else in it. We've gone over it and given it, uh, given it the love it needed because it's been in storage for the last 15 years, um, unused. But um, yeah, today we just had it out for its first drive in anger and it did very well, so I'm very pleased. Yeah, you were saying before you were pleased with how it ran. How did it, how did it go on the runway as well? Oh, it was good on the runway. We only had a few runs um, at race walls with it, but uh, did everything it was supposed to do. And um, yeah, I mean, it's only, it's only got the five speed in it, so we sort of ran out of legs at about 200 k's an hour, but it was still lots of fun. Tell us, Brad, you campaigned in two cars for this weekend. Can you tell us a bit about the other one as well? I've got a, um, an FPV ute with, uh, with a supercharged uh, 5.8 in it, and that, uh, that was always, always a lot of fun down here as well. Um, so not pretty sketchy car to have on the, on the runway, but uh, yeah, lots and lots of fun. Oh, I bet it is. Hey, this is a lovely looking car, as I said. It's uh, the, the, one of the rare, as you said, sorry, one of the rare two-door versions. Um, and it's uh, yeah, that's good to see you out there and enjoying the car. That's the beauty about Race Wars in this this particular Targa West event here is that there's a lot of road going cars that are able to compete in this event, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. It's good diversity, good cross section, and yeah, you know, all walks of life down here. And uh, it's a really good social event. Love love it. This is our fifth time coming, and uh, we'll keep coming as long as they keep putting it on. Yeah, and I think if you speak to any competitor here, I've never I've never spoken with a competitor in all the interviews we do that says, no, I'm not coming back ever again. You just don't hear it, so yeah. it's great to hear. Yeah. Hey, Brad, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll hope to catch up with you in the near future. And all the best for today. Thanks, Nick. Good on you. Okay, I'm here with Dave in his lovely green uh, Mustang. A fitting tribute, I feel, to Dick Johnson's... Group A Mustang. Tell us a bit about it, Dave. Yeah, it's a, a um, 82 GT. Um, it's a factory GT. Um, they're normally 302 Windsor Sport Speed. Uh, this car um, had the build sheet under the seat, and it was a great standard car, which we've probably wrecked, changed it into a race car. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's got good roots. It's a you know, it's a rare car in Australia. They're known for being unlucky with the bright green um, paintwork on the car. This car's had its fair share of bad luck. 
it's <laughs> it's dropped me out of a lot of events, but um, it's been going okay so far today. It's um, basically got a 351 Windsor. It's a six-speed T56 transmission, 8.8-inch uh, um, LSD diff. So it's not real radical. Um, you know, so it's, a lot of the components were available back in the 80s. Tell us, Dave, you're an Albany local, so supporting the Race Wars event. Um, tell us a bit about what it means to the Albany locals, this event, having this event of this size down here. It's a great event, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's great for the young blokes to get out and participate legally. It's also great for all the accommodation, all the business, petrol stations, food. I think, I think the whole town, you know, benefits from the, the weekend and it's probably a shame it's not a couple of days longer, you know, so that, you know, the town can benefit, you know, during these harder times. So it's great to have everyone down here. Um, race wars are good, the airport run is good, I've done that before and um, no, it's great to have you guys here. Most certainly, and we really enjoy it, especially when we see fitting tributes to iconic race cars and, and given the history of this car as well, like in a genuine GT um, fastback, it is an absolutely beautiful car. Um, how did you go up the hill? You've been up uh, once already? Yeah, I've been up. Um, it was good. I don't know the times yet. It's pretty cold. It's pretty slippery. Um, cold tyres and cold brakes make for a, a, interesting times, but no, fun. Take it a little bit easy. Um, you know, into the chicanes where it's, I think that's where all the trouble is and um, just rip it out, you know, so um, there's plenty of speed to be had there. It's uh, um, probably one of the best hill climbs I've done, actually. I, I really enjoy it. I'll be back, you know, as long as it runs, I think. Everyone I've spoken to this morning has said the same thing. They'll, they'll definitely be back. I mean, I haven't spoken with a single person that says they won't be back. And I think everyone's having a blast up there. It is it is a bit cold, but I mean, I guess that's that's Albany and I guess that's the, the circuit as well. It doesn't lend itself to having cars frequently enough on it to, to warm up the circuit. So, But anyway, look, I mean, all that aside, it looks like you're having a ball out there and uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. All right, I'm here with Ron Ellaby. Ron, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, beautiful looking WRX. Uh, tell us a little bit about the car first. Um, well, it's the second event that we've had it in. Uh, we've just had to put a new motor in it. We blew it up the first time we took it out to Barbiello. Um, it's pretty standard at the moment, just a suspension. Uh, stiffened up a bit. Um, half roll cage, racing seat, six point harness. Yeah, uh, we're looking to upgrade turbo pretty soon. But um, yeah, it's, it's pretty standard down to the bottom at the moment, apart from the intercooler. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, tell us, you, your family did the double stint this weekend. You had your father racing at the Western Nationals and you're down here at the Albany Sprint. Tell us, how do you manage all of that? Um, oh, I try and get to as many drag events as possible, but you know, now I now can't make it to as many because I'm off doing my own thing. Yep. Um, but Dad, Dad's got a big support crew that goes down and helps him out. And uh, I'm down here with the father-in-law, so now we've got both sides of the family doing it. It's pretty good. It's great to see people in drag racing also have um, siblings, or sorry, children that branch off into other, into other disciplines of motorsport. So it's great to see... Uh, there are a number of drag racers down here today or have ties with some sort of drag racing, so it's great to see. Ron, tell us how'd you go on your first run? Uh, well, I hit a kerb. Uh, unfortunately, I bent the steering arm, but I did a 206, um, my first race, so yeah, I was looking forward to beating that time, but unfortunately, yeah, hit, hit the kerb, bent the steering arm, and it's just too risky to run that again, so park the car up and fix it and pray for the best for next time. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, for your first time up there, uh, and also to have it sustain a bit of damage, that's an excellent time, actually. I was, yeah, I was pretty happy with the car. Um, with the new tune, uh, with the new motor, it's so much more responsive than when we first took it at Barbagello. Um, yeah, the guys at S Technic really did a good job with the motor, and definitely be going back there for as much as we can. Sure, and it's great to see competitors like yourself exercising a bit of caution and not throwing caution into the wind. You probably could race it again, but you're not you're not going to because you know, yeah, that's, and that's a real pretty simple fix. But you just don't have the parts here, obviously, to fix it. Yeah, unfortunately, didn't bring down uh, bring down the spare steering arm, which yeah, it's only our second event, so now we've got a, a list of things we'll we'll have to start bringing down. Um, yeah. No, that's fair enough, Ron. Hey, Ron, look, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, best of luck for future events. Cheers, mate. Okay, I'm here with Sean Tapper. Sean, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, how you been? Going well? Oh, always going well, mate. Always busy. Here for some fun. Now, fair enough. Long-time listener to the podcast. Hey, Sean, tell us a little bit about the VK Commodore, your campaign in here today. Oh, after drag life, we got rid of the Tirana and thought we'd do a little bit more with the kids uh, so they can enjoy it as well. So I bought a VK, that was an ex Wanneroo uh, come and experience me drive car and um, got it and I thought it just wasn't fast enough so we stripped all the driveline out and got George and Simon from Blower Motorsports to put together a 308 V&Hep one and thought we kept the old Aussie 4 speed in it just to keep it uh, holding and um, put a VL turbo diff in it and it's been running mint for the last four years. It's interesting you should say that. I mean, yeah, this target sort of situation or uh, events do lend themselves to being family uh, orientated. So you've got your son in as a co-driver? Yeah, um, my middle-aged son, Tyler, he's the uh, co-driver. Um, my oldest son wants to, to be a driver, so he can afford to do his own. Now, fair enough. That's a good logic to that. Tell us a little bit about the drag car you used to come campaign the Tirana. Um, yeah, I started. I bought a, a half-finished project as a LC GDR Tirana. It was already tubbed, but um, it just had a cage and a bare shell on the outside. And I bought it off Mark Lane, who wanted to go drag racing the next weekend, so he bought a car running. And uh, yeah. I help of some um, experienced drivers and ex-drivers like Gonzo himself and that helped me out with uh, cams and converters and diff gears what to chuck in it and uh, run a best of 9-1 and uh, yeah then get, got a bit boring driving in a straight line and we thought we'd add some corners to it. Now fair enough and I mean you come from a, a family heavily involved in, in Targa your father Ross uh, is heavily, well, is basically Targa, Targa West as we know. Yeah, well, for a good part of 20 years he gave me crap about I could only drive in a straight line. But um, my parents raced back in the 80s with uh, the Galant that we still got sitting around. And uh, I started when I was 13 doing autocrosses and, and motorcars and stuff, but I wanted to do wheel stands, so I went and tried something different. but. I'm back now and, and uh, this is where it's at, like you don't have to go to a track, the, we, we go to the people I suppose in the suburbs where the roads are already there. That's the beauty of Targa, there's no doubt about it, you go, you go to the people 
and it's a, a, a motorsport event that's held amongst you know thousands of people here even down here in Albany today uh, the weather's actually starting to clear up and it's uh, looking really great here. Hey Sean we'll let you get back to it um, just give us a brief rundown how did you go today anyway before we finish up? Uh, well after four years the Aussie four speed uh, gave up the ghost and we rolled back down the hill today but got an LS and a six speed to go in it for next time for Targa so hopefully that all goes to plan. That sounds good. We look forward to seeing that. All right, Sean, look, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, we wish you the best. Okay, I'm here with Minar. He's made it all the way over from Queensland. Thanks for joining us, Minar. How's things going? Yeah, really good, mate. And yourself? I'm very well. I'm very well. Hey, look, at the runway, a lot of people talking about your ride. Um, I must admit, it's quite quite an impressive car. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh yeah, thanks. It's a LS3 powered S15 with a 170 shot of nitrous on it. It's got a relatively large cam in it. Makes about 570 horsepower. Um, we built it. I bought this car on Boxing Day as a roller, and we basically jammed it all together and put the kit on it, put the wheels on it, painted it up for this event uh, because I wasn't able to complete my other car, which is an S14. And um, yeah, we just chucked it in the trailer completely untested and drove it over here and gave it a crack. I'm going to take my hat off to you because that really is the spirit of race wars, isn't it? You've come all the way over from Queensland in a car that you've only had for really two months. And uh, it's a real crowd favourite, I must say. Yeah, well, we sort of wanted to... When I was sort of like trying to work out what colour I painted, I'm like, do I paint it? I don't know. It was originally a black car, but it sort of reminded me, with all the kit and everything and the way that it looks back of the auto salon days, I don't know if you guys have that over yeah, here, but yeah. yeah. And I was like, this sort of reminded me with all the glitter and stuff, and I was like, you know what? Let's just do it and see what happens. What's the worst that could happen kind of thing, you know? No, that's right. And I've got to be honest with you, I, even though I was standing over, over there in the crowd, I've got an excellent photo of you doing a burnout when you left. I think it was in the first, the first heat. Absolutely magnificent. So we'll post that on our Facebook page. I think you're heading straight towards me, to be honest, and then you pulled it back. It looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, those Race Wars radio guys were giving me a bit of stick about not doing a good burnout at the runway, so I thought I'd better get on it here. <laughs> I must admit you really made up for it here because that was quite an impressive burnout there. So, look, we really appreciate it. And we really appreciate you coming over to Western Australia. It's a long haul from Queensland. And uh, to come over for this event is uh, is really great to see that we're starting to get some national interest in this event. Yeah. Yeah, well, we first found out about it on Facebook and saw the thing and we are like, man, this looks awesome. So, we first came over in 2018 as spectators and then came back in 19 and sort of decided 2020 would be our year and give it a crack and yeah no it's, it's been awesome honestly and I have to admit sort of in like don't get me wrong the car culture in Brisbane's great but here everybody is actually it's just an awesome vibe you know what I mean everybody's happy and no one's like no one's really that I mean don't get me wrong there's little bits of competitive banter here and there but it mainly everyone's out to help each other like we're next to um, this gentleman in the red camo RX-8 RX-7 sorry rather and you know they gave us a hand with some tools and stuff it was awesome because obviously we're not really that prepared <laughs> but um, yeah just the whole community here is awesome and I think that's why I really wanted to come here before you know I didn't want to miss an opportunity to basically compete in this event so yeah that was a brand motorsport team you were referring to there they are really great people hey look minute thanks for your time thanks for coming on the podcast if people want to find out information about you where can they go uh, there's not really a huge amount online, but we've got an Instagram page. It's called Shield Racing, and it's basically just shows 
pretty much photos and progress updates of, of this car and we also have it, or I'd rather have an S14 Rocket Bunny with a uh, built SR20 in it, which is not finished obviously, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, there's plenty of photos and all that sort of stuff on there, but that's pretty much it. Excellent. Yeah. Alright, look, thanks for your time, thanks for joining us, we'll let you get, you're about to head out now, so I'll let you get on with it. Thanks man, nice no to worries. meet you. Okay. I'm sitting in Todd's Evo. The day has come to an end. Um, went really well, but Todd doesn't want me to tell him his time, so we can't we can't reveal the times as we record this. Nick, yeah, that's right. Uh, don't really want to know. Apparently, they were pretty good for my first run out in the car. I'm deciding to pack it, pack it up one round early. Uh, just wanted to land the car today. It's a long way to come to beautiful Albany for a long, a quick run in the car, but. I'm happy with what it did, can only go up from here. You did really well, so without disclosing your time, you've done really well, um, and um, yeah, anyway, we, we will disclose that tomorrow in tomorrow's podcast, we'll bring that to you, hopefully we'll bring this to you um, on Monday evening, might be Tuesday evening, anyway, we're going to catch up again and do a, re a full review, we're just sitting in your car, getting out of the wind, the wind has been absolutely howling here. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's actually calmer up the top of Mount Adelaide, believe it or not. Maybe because we're a bit sheltered up there or something, but it's a lot calmer. But uh, yeah, it's windy. There's beach sand half through the car. I haven't even been swimming. I am dragging sand out of my ears. That's how much sand there is. It's, it's phenomenal. So uh, the wind hasn't been kind to us. But look, at the end of the day, that's Albany. This is, this is what we do when we come out here, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Again, the beautiful, well, southwest, or what do they call it? South Coast, sorry, South Albany. Coast, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great spot. I mean, you got to stop and smell the roses for two seconds. We get to drive along one of the best beaches in Australia, if you ask me, and then go park at, well, the Anzac Lookout, which is an amazing view of Albany. It's great. Um, there actually was a few competitors, and I commend them for it, all actually stopping and taking a quick look and going, Hey, this 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 is a pretty magical spot. Yeah, it certainly is, and I mean, even in our day off we had yesterday on day two with the rain out, I actually took the time to get out to the Gap and to the Natural Bridge, and I haven't been there since I was a little kid, probably five or six years old I was the last time I went out there, and I tell you what, that is a magical place, kind of prehistoric, isn't it, out there? Yeah, that's right. It looks like uh, the land of time forgot. Certainly does. Hey, Todd, look, as I said, what did you think of the track? What did you think? How, how did you rate yourself? How did you go? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Got fast with each run. Uh, my first run was a bit of an abort because I got red flagged. Well, not me personally, but someone made the course get red flagged, so that was an abort halfway through. Um, just learning the track. It's it's nice. The uh, last chicane as as it coming up the hill. Um, you'll see this on YouTube as well, by the way, on our um, Talking Power YouTube channel because I've got the in-car footage. Uh, it was catching a few people out, and I must admit, my last run, which was quicker for the day caught me out a little bit as well. I didn't hit anything but I was a little bit sideways under brakes and it's not a good feeling. So it's well done track, well done to the, the target organisers. Um, it it favours a medium horsepower car, there's such a term. Yeah. Like the big horsepower guys, actually a few of the big horsepower guys have had unfortunate accidents today. Um, you can't go full send. As much as we all like to say let's go full send, you can't. Um, it's favouring some of the four wheel drive, all wheel drive, medium horsepower cars um look i can't wait to do it again part of the reason i'm taking the car home a little bit early so i'm here next year look 
No, certainly we understand that, and I think you've done really well. You'll be you'll be surprised. No, I don't think you will be surprised. I think you, your time is uh, quite indicative of. Well, it's actually better than what what I anticipated uh, for your first event, and I know I've sent the Gons your time as well, and he was very impressed. To impress that man, you're doing well. Yeah, you be a pressure now. That's part of the reason I'm packing up, Nick. Nah. <laughs> you, you might. You, anyway, look, I'm not going to say anymore. Anyway, look, thanks for everyone for tuning in, and I sincerely apologise with the wind noise that we've had today. But look, I mean, we've got, I've got actually total vouchers. I've got two socks on the microphone. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we're sitting in my car, and I'm, you're pretty, I'm pretty sure you're still getting part of the uh, Albany Doctor coming through town, or yeah, wherever it's called down here. I can't remember. I don't know what on earth it's called, but it is howling. Anyway, look, thanks everyone for tuning in, um, and we'll catch you again in the next 24 hours when we'll do a full wrap-up, and Todd will will know his times, and then we can chat a little bit about that and some other things that have been going on. All right, thanks everyone. Yeah, uh, well, I won't see you at the hill anymore, but we'll uh, see you at the track or see you off the streets. No worries. Thanks, everyone. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.